0: Welcome to Don't Worry
1: You're Enough Podcast. I'm Diane Roberts. And I'm Michaela Tuchek.
0: Hi friends.
1: Happy Halloween. Halloweenies. Belated actually. Oh yeah. Well, like, it's Halloween
0: for us in the past. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Now, we can't go on a tangent and get into Halloween candy, best and worst, because then that (laughs) will take us into, it'll spiral us into an entire episode on candy, which this very much happens.
1: It's true. I do have to say, for recording this before (laughs) Halloween, as we do most episodes before the actual holiday, um, I'm very proud of our costumes and i cannot wait to share with the world photos which they have probably already seen um i went as captain hook and mike meant as mr smee from peter Pan <laughs> because why not we just love a good theme so did you go to a halloween party or so we you just wanted need- to dress up. <laughs> well yes um because I didn't celebrate Halloween or dressing up or trick or treating or anything like that I'm really obviously um making making up for lost time and I think having more fun than as an adult. So um Mike has friends um that live on the other side of town from us and so they have their daughter was our flower girl um in our yeah. wedding and so we all go trick or treating with them just around the neighborhood. So oh, it's just okay. really cute to be there for her and so it's a good excuse. It's a good excuse. It's fun. It's just, it's theatrical. And like, how often do I get to dress up nowadays, you know, to just do whatever?
0: Jason and I were out this weekend and I, which is Halloween weekend, and I didn't really see very many adults dressed up. You know, like back in the day, you know, college and things like that, kids used to dress up like crazy. I really just didn't see much, (laughs) which was really kind of disconcerting because I loved like all of those things I love seeing really clever costumes and all that but I didn't see much so I think people are just not interested they just wanted to go out and party and have a good time and and if they have a lot
1: of you know little kids or a neighborhood where they're passing out candy it's just another thing that it's easy just to you know what focus on the kids and the candy and not worry so much about yourself I get it Mm -hmm. but for those of us For those of us um, with no kids, I don't care. I will dress up. (laughs) I hear you. It was super fun. Alrighty. So last week, theater. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. One thing I will say, and then we'll move on, but Sight and Sound announced that they have a movie coming out the beginning of December. So not only do they do like biblical stories displayed in kind of like a Broadway theatrical fashion they started a film company and so you'll have to check areas of where y- you live um but it's called I Heard the Bells and it's about the Christmas carol I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow um and it's coming out in like the beginning of December in movie theaters hopefully somewhere near you which is awesome because it's not like you have to travel to Pennsylvania or Branson, Missouri, all the time. You can just, you know, watch in a the movie theater. They're going to give yeah, the chosen great. a run for their money. Yeah, really. Which I still haven't seen. One day I will. Oh. I'm one of those people where if there's a huge thing and everyone's on that bandwagon, you best better believe I ain't I ain't nowhere near that wagon. I'm I like, know. No, I'll come to it in my own time.
0: I know. Me too. And and it, yeah, it took me. I just watched all the Star Wars movies. <laughs> those have been out over 40 years (laughs) those have been out over 40 years and i just watched all of them and i'm like oh those those are i can see why people really
1: like those (laughs) i just never watched no time frame to watch them there's no due date i just didn't i they're just there and they're there whenever you're ready for them i did i'm like okay so who's luke skywalker (laughs) 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 like i could not follow the storyline so Uh, so that's cool that is cool sometimes we have things to talk about and other times we just run right into whatever we feel like with last week but um we thought today of sharing a little bit about the break that we had before last week so diane take it away
0: Oh, I was just—I mean, I—I oh. I was just thinking, <laughs> like, here, give, give your dissertation on on right. why why we took Girl, a break. the floor is no. Yours. I just had so many things going on that were taking up my brain. I had two conferences that were back to back, that at my job. That I had never done in person. I had done only virtual meetings and had never done an in-person meeting. So there was a lot of anxiousness on my part because I had never done it before. So it's like that whole phrase of like, do, do it scared. Um, I was definitely doing it scared because I just didn't know what to expect. And the person that was in the job before me, um, didn't really create any processes, just had like a mishmash of things that I had to like kind of dig through. Um, but not, and which was helpful to some respects because it got me to the event day, but there was no processes or like things written down on like what to do the day of, so it was all these things like before and after, but nothing sort of like the day of like yeah. organize your volunteers, um, set up your registration table, like all these things that just didn't exist. So I had to kind of imagine that. And luckily I have a really great boss and she's like, I know you haven't done this in person, so don't. You know, I'm here to help, which was great um, because she could have been completely opposite. I mean, she could have been like, why don't you know these things? Which, (laughs) you know, I can't imagine her being, but because I'd never done it before. So that's what I kept telling people that I was working with. Um, in my job saying you know because I work with a bunch of different departments to kind of get these things to happen and I would just say to them I'd be like I'm still learning I would tell people everyone I'd be like I'm still learning I've never done this before if if what I'm asking you is not in the realm of what I should be asking you tell me um like luckily I had one of the graphic designers she's like oh by the way I also print the name tags if you have those I was like great I didn't know who was supposed to print those so like people were willing to offer me you know like hey I you know back in 2019 when we had this in person I also printed the programs or I made the name tags I was like okay great so like things started yeah so things started to fall into place and having to record a podcast on top of that would have probably driven me over the edge my brain was so full of different things and then on top of that i also joined a choir i think i mentioned in my yeah, town yeah. also um i think we mentioned i'm doing this lamb of god in april yes. so we started um rehearsals now just like sort of basic general sweeping like overview kind of rehearsals so those two things on top of these conferences i was like what on earth so Mm -hmm. and then on top of all of that jason got sick uh in the middle of it so we were like what on earth more could get loaded on me at that time so so we got past that and
1: was was your what was going on with you sort of in that break we had to put our uh dog zoe down at the end of September. So that was Whoa. rough, unexpected. Um and anyone who deals with the loss of a pet, it just it, it's the worst. You know, it just stings. There's just a gaping hole. It's an adjustment. And so now we're just in those adjustment periods of just not hearing her little pitter-patter on the kid in the kitchen and not having her kind of follow us room by room. So it's different. You know, she might gave her the best life possible. She gave him the best life possible. And, um, yeah, I mean, she's not in any pain anymore. So it's one of those, like, very, yeah. very bittersweet experiences. So we're just adjusting to that. Um, Mike has won a couple of awards for work. Awesome. Um, awesome. His stuff's being recognized. He won a telly last year, which is actually, like, a global award, I think, um, in the TV film arts community. Not so much theater, but I think it's more or less in, like, in the film world so that's pretty cool. I'm married to an award-winning producer. Nice, NBD. You know, it's awesome. So like, just celebrating him and and those accomplishments, and um, it's great. He just does really good work. So that's been fun. Um, yeah, I have a couple of classes and certifications and stuff that I am hoping to complete by the end of the year because I'm not. Ooh, I don't want to say I'm a procrastinator, but if i have if i make for myself a, a certain like time limit then i'll cr- like crash course everything. so i don't know if that is procrastinating, i guess it is. but because it's not regular school, it's not like i'm enrolled in a college or anything. it's obviously at my own pace, but it's better if i can be like hey, finish this in the last part of the year so that way in january mm-hmm. like you don't have to worry those kinds of things. so kind of going back and get myself on a little routine and all good things for business and um kind of taking and taking what i've learned this year and combining it with new things i'm learning and then hopefully making next year really 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 good so awesome it's been happening over here i know
0: it's just been um for both of us it's just kind of like getting in the zone towards like the fast track to the end of the year and because it's almost November it goes by so fast and then it's like once it's it's like before you blink it's Thanksgiving before you blink it's it's Christmas and then it's New Year's and then you're like oh crap what happened to 2022.
1: It went by really fast. It went by very
0: fast and I, I was saying to someone recently if you regardless of how you feel about COVID the if you look at where we are now in october it's like it never happened and you know in in january uh, that was a huge that was like a completely different time and space you know like people were still worried about those things and still masking and still social distancing and still having issue with that and i'm sure people still are to this day but maybe not as prevalent and now it's like, it never happened. So you could still go to the grocery store. Like, I was I was seeing that when I was at Lay Miz. I'm like, no, there's no masking. You know, when they started bringing back theater, they were saying, like, you need to be fully vaccinated to be in an audience member, I think, on Broadway. I don't know if that's still the case. But um, so they were taking some of those rules and, and bringing it to travel to the Broadway on tour shows. Um, but they haven't been doing that, and so it's just it's just been really wild to me to see so many people in a room again. It's very it's very crazy. Um,
1: yeah, and I never used to like large crowds to begin Same. with. Same. I, I I guess if I was on the other side of the theater and like on stage, like obviously there's way less people on stage and in the audience, so that was comfortable to me. But yeah, it's kind of like you're shoulder to shoulder now, and it is a really weird mental game of like am i supposed to still be this close like what like what happens now and then just that whole amoeba of like people moving from the parking lot to like in the hallways to, it's mm-hmm. just it's just almost like a it's too much yeah, it's a strange adjustment. I'd never thought I'd have to be readjusted to as everyone well, it's the same, experienced.
0: It's the same concept as like people going to like festivals, like concert festivals where there's thousands of people. That was never something that I ever wanted to do. That was never enjoyable to me, like a Coachella or a, you know, oh, yeah. iHeartRadio, you know, where there's like, ten thousand people in the audience, it's like that sounds terrible to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't never I never wanted to do that anyways, to be around that many people. And just the, the parking only... situation of oh, like, no sure. like,
1: like no Park in another state and walk over. The only two crowds where I would like to be just for the sake of a once in a lifetime experience would be Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No. And then Rockin' New Year's Eve. No. Like he just wants to say i did it that i would i I would do those two
0: i i would only do it if i knew somebody who lived in the on the streets where those were and i didn't have to stand outside
1: (laughs) Well, that's what i say every time something flies by it's like what is that address let's be friends
0: (laughs) yeah like i would never want i'd rather be in an apartment inside watching the parade go by
1: i mean that is the best case scenario Passes by. Passes by. We were just talking about that show like not too, too long ago. Mike and I, that's hysterical. Um, yeah, I'm again, just to say that I did it. But again, it's so much better to watch from the comfort of my own house because I can be in my jammies with a blanket and hot cocoa and not have to worry about crowd control. But just, I guess, the experience. Or no bathrooms. If it ever happens. If not, it's totally fine. You know, it's funny. I just found this when I was going through all of my Google Drives because sometimes I do that from time. To the time. I don't remember when we posted this, but I th- obviously must have been January or February of this year, but we had each did did done said yeah. Goals for twenty twenty two. We had a personal and oh, a professional I, goal. I was, so yeah. I don't-
0: Oh, do you know what they are?
1: Okay. I do. I have I have yours up right now and then I'll do mine. I thought okay. that would just be super fun to yeah, like I it's don't almost remember. it's end of the year enough. Yeah. Okay. So, Diane's uh, answers for personal. <clears throat> Improve my health and mind, read more and just be present in all things. Okay. Professional goal, to be more confident in what I bring to my job and be more concise in my delivery. How do you think you did? Well, <laughs> there's Um, always room for improvement
0: there's always room for improvement i would say my health uh i just let it go you know uh i put my priorities at other things and just I was doing pretty good up until a point and then work stressed me out so much that i kind of gave up working out and i love working out it's something that i enjoy and it actually brings like it gives me energy it makes me feel good i lose weight when i do it and to have taken probably a couple months off has been very noticeable to me so that's something that i know i need to get back into and like i started just today to kind of get back on track um In regards to the other things, yes, I've definitely read more this year. I think I'm up to like 50 books um, this year at this point. Uh, I did abandon a lot of books this year, which was something that I kind of took on myself where the minute that I kind of give a, you know, like 50 pages in or whatnot. And then if it's really if I'm really struggling to like pick this book back up, I'm going to I'm going to move on and just abandon it and whereas before I would struggle on the bus the whole time and try to get this done and
1: and uh, it was just so
0: brutal so I just there was a lot of shame
1: weirdly own my own shame being put on I must finish this book and it wasn't until I was out to dinner with a group of girlfriends and even talking to a new friend they were like oh my gosh if you have just if it's just been sitting like you're not hurting anybody if you don't read it but i'm like i'm hurting the characters in the book by not giving them their <laughs> fair due diligence but that's clearly me and i you know those are my issues but um my newest friend said if she doesn't like what's on the very first page of the book she won't even read it oh i, I don't... was like dang i yeah. try to go at least i try to go as far as i can and even sometimes i push beyond but as you as you're saying like i've given myself more book grace and if there has been ones that i haven't read or i know i'm never going to read again i've slowly been pulling them from my shelf um which feels kind of i don't know i'm struggling with it i'm having emotional connections and reactions to things so obviously that's my foreignness well yeah and, but it's and a lot
0: I, I don't know about you but I also feel the urge or the need to read classics that I never read before so there's a lot yeah. of classics that just don't relate to my 2022 brain and it makes it yeah. really hard to get through them and I was trying to read A Thousand Years of Solitude or something. I can't remember what it was or A Hundred Years of Solitude. I can't remember. But it's uh, written by a South American author and it's a classic. I want to say it's A Hundred Years of Solitude. Sorry. I was talking to one of my coworkers is South American and he's like, oh my gosh, it's like the greatest book ever. And I was like, well why is it I couldn't even get through it and he's like well that's probably because it was originally written in Spanish and then it was translated to English so the English the English translation may be very difficult to understand he's like but the feeling and the and the vibe that we get as South Americans he goes it it was um it was very revolutionary for their for his country Mm -hmm. he's like this was like the the piece that uh Mm. that we sort of rallied around and that we loved as kids because it was like this classic for them but for me reading it I was like oh okay well that makes sense because I couldn't get through it because it was really difficult for me to read and understand and he's like yeah it's probably translation but there have been other classics that I've tried to read just to kind of like cross them off my list and those are the ones that I have a harder time you know letting go because I'm like oh I should read this but then there's some that I get through and I'm like, wow, I really liked that, like 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I never thought I would like mm-hmm. that, but I really yeah. enjoyed it, and I finished that one. Um, so I did abandon a lot. There's no right or wrong either. Yeah, I, I did abandon a lot this year. Um, but for professional, I would say that's pretty on, on track. Once I've gotten past these events... Um, it's definitely made me more confident in my ability because I think I mentioned to you, like, uh, one of the things is like trusting my intuition or trusting my Mm -hmm. gut on a lot of things. And I don't know everything. I don't admit to know everything in my job. So I, but I, I do have good instincts. So I need, have been trusting that more like, Hey, this doesn't sound right. Or this isn't right. So that did
1: um, help improve. So. Love that. Love that. Love that. I'll quickly share mine. <laughs> not as lofty or ambitious by far, but my personal goal was to finish cross-stitching Starry Night by Vincent Van Gogh. Which you Done! did. It. Yeah. I did. It was on display at my wedding. That project I started like it took me a year and a half to complete, not like every week, every month. There's quite a large time of a of a gap between starting it and finishing it because i was like oh our theme is starry night so let me just go ahead and <laughs> have was conversation to finish it you know what's funny i oh 11 by 13 like in in the frame inches i think yes um, <laughs> 11 well feet it gets even better by 13 feet can you imagine <laughs> no not feet gosh oh, sh- i would i would still be working on it um <laughs> no but i went through and i kind of so cross stitching like There's a grid with everything on it, um, and it's divided into groups of 10. So it's much easier to navigate as you're trying to read the instructions to put it on the uh, the fabric. And so I remember counting not each individual like 100, but like trying to – there were six different pages that made up this whole entire project. And so I believe it was something close to 34,000 stitches made up this project and i was like dang girl you did it i was real proud real real proud all right and then my professional goal was launch a website for a brand new adventure enneagram coaching and i did that and so learned a lot and uh working on new things for next year so it's really good it's done a there's a whole episode we could do of just understanding what business is being a solo entrepreneur and going after that and that's that'll take way too much time but it is amazing what you can do when you put your mind to something and again stepping out because it's scary and obviously something that you've never done before you end up learning a lot more about yourself and you have through the stumbles and the issues that you might come up against um, you do really find out how persistent and motivated and confident you are to make it unique to who you are and obviously that's just very important to me individually Um, so yeah i have learned more this year than i think i have in a in a long time which is same which i'm like we can we stop the lessons (laughs) i think i said that like maybe the like last year around this time i'm like i'm done (laughs) but 2022 ended up being busier than last year but it's all good so we're hoping just for like a quieter end of the year but you're right you blink and it's over but um, I think that's cool. I want to do that again next year of getting a personal and professional goal, probably maybe more than one, depending. There's no rules. I don't do that. I always kind of say things like resolutions of sorts, and then I just never really finish them. Or It's not even that it has to be done in a calendar year. It could be something that's like, I, I say it in January, it's done in January. Or say, hey, for this summer, I want to take a trip. Like, yes whatever it may be so i i kind of want to keep doing that for me because it's really fun i just found those and i was like oh my gosh let's see if we've done the things and we Mm -hmm. did so it was really fun
0: i made apple pies yesterday mini apple pies because i had those those honey crisp like the really sweet apples and all weekend jason was like i just want mini a mini pie like a small pie Cause he was just like craving pie and ice cream. And we were at this farmer's market on Saturday and like no one, everyone had full size pies. He's like, does no one carry mini pies anymore? (laughs) And so I made mini pies and he was like, he was like, Oh, I guess I'll eat one tomorrow. But they're not as (laughs) like, I just did, (laughs) I just did the pre-made dough, you know, from the store and, um, just, I try, You know how we did our apple crisp and they were like really, really sugary? I just did like yeah. coconut sugar. So they're not because the apples were already super sweet. Oh, that's sweet. a good idea. So yeah. I just did coconut sugar and um, I don't even know what else was in there. Cinnamon, a bunch of other things. So his mini pies have been will be fulfilled. His desire <laughs> for mini pies.
1: The, the desire for pie is real and it must be... Attended to pie over cake is a very serious issue. <laughs> I don't. I'm.
0: I love pie and I love cake, so I don't know. Pie over cake is a big debate.
1: No, for some, yes. For me, I am a cake girl all the way. Ask my husband. Every but you other didn't day, have cake. Like, I ready. want cake. I know. I had cupcakes. well I guess that's true because I didn't want to. i There was no refrigeration. I didn't have to worry about things like a melted, melted. cake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Because that's just not fun for anybody. So that's we had a true. cupcake that we. Into yeah, because I'm obsessed with the great British bake-off, I'm just all about cakes. However, I'm only really about pies towards the end of the year. Like, catch me in in, I agree, March. I'm not a pie person. Maybe in the summer, if it's like a peach pie, strawberry pie, I'll be all about that life. I just associate pie with the end of the year, the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, yes,
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. Now I want pie. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Well, funny, now that that we're talking about it, we were at the store, I think it was last week, and I already got our pie crust for Thanksgiving, because we're just having his parents and us, just a a small group. And I found a gluten-free pie crust, and I was like, I'm going to snatch that, because I'm going to do an apple pie for me, and then I'm going to do a sweet potato pie for Mike and his parents. Um, Nice. I'm allergic to sweet potatoes, which is very sad now. (laughs) Then um, why make it?
0: Well, it's what for want? them. It's
1: not for me. Do they like sweet potato yeah, pie? Yeah, yeah, oh, they okay. want it. They like sweet potato pie more than pumpkin pie. So I have a whole Thanksgiving to like menu, whip which it I'll up. share at a later date. Yeah. But we're not going to do pumpkin pie. I want to do a pumpkin soup. So that's how I'm still getting my pumpkin in. I'm just going to do it in a different way so sweet potato pie and then apple pie this is like my first thanksgiving making most everything and i'm just like very excited because i'm only making it for four people as opposed to like you know 2400 start small and work my way up well it's it's miss michaela homemaker now i know married life has turned me into making pies and soup
0: (laughs) are you gonna do like turkey and ham and all that stuff too or no
1: so my mother-in-law has been cooking turkey in a crock pot for a very long time and she swears by it. So what we're gonna do is Thanksgiving dinner, but a little with a twist. So we're gonna do carved turkey sandwiches, pumpkin soup. I think she might do stuffing because I can't eat stuffing. I'm gonna do a um a small green bean casserole, gluten free, um, have the pumpkin soup and then the two pies. So that like a sandwich so much as opposed to <laughs> I know. I know. For I think people. I forgot I forgot mashed potatoes in there, so maybe I will. I'll have to see what the majority wants. If they want mashed potatoes or a green bean casserole, Mac and but cheese. here's the thing: I only have green bean casserole once a year. So if I just do like a Same. nine by nine dish, that's not terrible.
0: Same. I'm. I, it's not something that I make all the
1: time. So. Oh, no. because there's certain foods that like would lose their lustrousness if that's even a word. If I would have it all the time, like green bean casserole is very sacred to me. And I only have it once a year. Same with stuffing. Like,
0: I don't eat (laughs) stuffing any other time of the year. Um, And I know you can. I know you can go to the store and buy stuffing or make stuffing anytime. I really don't go to those extremes. Because I would be, you'd have to roll me out of my house. Mm -hmm. I'd be on one of those 500-pound lives. Because I love stuffing so much. Like, the stofers, like, the boxed stuffing. I could eat an entire box. Like, that's how much I love it. Ben who we used to work with he yes his ben. I think it's his mother-in-law or his wife I can't remember would make these stuffed shells and so they were the Ooh. stuffed shell and they would have I think stuffing and mashed potatoes in the stuffed shell so like in the shell and then it would be like coated in gravy so it would oh, be gosh. like so you so the so the dish was the stuffed shells with the stuffing and mashed potatoes. I'll have to ask him. And then it was and then so those were cooked in the stuffed shells, and then they would pour gravy over the <laughs> I had one of them. They were to die for, like the craziest oh, thing I'd ever tasted. And he was That's like, so "You're." Funny. I think he brought, because do you remember, were you there when we did like a Thanksgiving potluck and we did it in Arnold's no, um, no, office? No, I was there for a chili
1: cook-off. No, I okay. was not there for
0: So that. we did like a, but I remember like our back office kind of people, like we did our own little potluck and it was the, um, like the office, the admin staff. And the accounting and IT and everything. Like, basically everyone that was kind of in the back there. And then Tommy, because he was in the lab. And we did, like, a potluck. And I remember that Ben had brought those. And I was like, you are amazing. (laughs) Just stuffing and gravy, that's all I need. So now that we're in the zone for fall food, I think we're we're on track.
1: I'm definitely not going to be on track for health goals after this conversation. I just what a mental game to try to be like i'm gonna eat healthy for during the holidays
0: that's If you absolutely
1: have to like i know like i have friends who are celiac and so they can't touch it they can't touch gluten like stuffing or gravy or anything like that without breaking out into x y and z so i completely understand that it's modified but for those of us who can indulge i don't even know if self-restraint exists in the months of november and december like i really don't I always try to hike more. Good luck if you can. Yeah, I always try to hike
0: more or walk more at the parks, you know, especially if the weather's like it is today where it's, like, so beautiful out. I would go and walk in the morning because usually I don't have to cook for anyone, really. We're usually going somewhere. But I could go and hike and, like, know that I've burned at least some calories. Oh, for sure. Before I break
1: into a pot of stuffing, which I so would like right now love it. It, it i know i i am hungry now that you we're know
0: here. what i want i want rice crispy treats i haven't had Ooh. rice crispy treats in forever
1: let's get you some <laughs> that's important i need to make those oh you make them i buy them i need Which to make are, they're rice... super easy to make but yeah
0: and like same with brownies like i haven't made brownies in a long time probably because i don't I... buy eggs and brownies usually have I eggs know. in them. I don't eat eggs, I don't buy
1: eggs, so I can't I'm allergic to eggs. Otherwise I'd be all up in that life. I've been researching several different like egg replacements and there's a couple that I've tried that like do the job, but for me applesauce. I made a meatloaf That's over, true, yeah. on Friday night, and so I use applesauce instead of eggs. It just makes it moister and especially for brownies if you want that fudgy consistency. Mm-hmm. um i always i always that's a good call for that
0: i forgot yeah. about that
1: okay. all right rice crispies and brownies let's do it stuffing, stuffing we're ready for thanksgiving hi <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's so good all right well well thank you well, thank you bye friends. okay bye hey friends thanks for listening if you haven't already subscribed please do Also, it would mean so much to us if you would rate and review the podcast. We can't wait to see you for our next episode.